Brief Interview Number 15, 896, MCI, Bridgewater Observation and Assessment Facility, Bridgewater, Massachusetts. It is a proclivity, and provided there's minimal coercion and no real harm, it's essentially benign, I think you'll have to agree. And that there are a surprisingly small number who require any coercion at all, be apprised. Q. From a psychological standpoint, the origins appear obvious. Various therapists concur, I might add, here and elsewhere. So it's all quite tidy. Q. Well, my own father was, you might say, a man who was by natural proclivity not a good man, but who nevertheless tried diligently to be a good man, temper and so forth. Q. I mean, it's not as if I'm torturing them or burning them. Q. My father's proclivity for rage, especially the emergency room for the umpteenth time, afraid of his own temper and proclivity for domestic violence, this built over a period of time. And eventually he resorted, after a period of time and periods of unsuccessful counseling, to the practice of handcuffing his own wrists behind his back whenever he lost his temper with any of us in the house, domestically. Small domestic incidents that try one's temper and so forth. This self-restraint eventually progressed over a period of time such that the more enraged he might become at any of us, the more coercively he began to restrain himself. Often the day would end with the poor man hogtied on the living room floor, screaming furiously as to put his goddamn motherfucking gag in. Whatever possible interest that bit of history might hold for anyone not privileged to have been there. Try and get the gag in without getting bitten. But of course, so now we can explain my proclivities and trace their origins and have everything tied up all nice and tight and tidy for you, can't we?